0: Welcome to Feminine, the podcast dedicated to the feminine lens. My name is Priscilla Alexandra Hine, and I am a licensed practitioner of the healing arts and licensed clinical social worker in the state of California. And this podcast is a place where we talk about spirituality, mental health, and the healing arts. Today, I come before you with the full moon in Pisces. Pisces is the wisest sign of the zodiac and represents the element of water. Water is the element that connects us to our emotions. When we are in our feels, we are watery. We also happen to land on a lovely Friday the 13th, which for those of us who are In Our Femininity and Proud, this is a really special and sacred number. I'm incredibly blessed to be here with you on the 13th and feel grateful for the opportunity for it. Thirteen, if you're not aware, is the number of Divine Feminine Completion. It's pretty powerful and incredibly filled with all that juicy, sexy energy that we are about to come out of because our next episode will be on the autumnal equinox. Isn't that exciting, my friends? Feminine will officially make its transition from being naked and minimal and transparent and really step into a place of more structure and professionalism. And you'll probably even be able to pick up on it a little bit the shift that has occurred with me um, with not only this beautiful, incredibly sacred full moon on this Friday the 13th, but also with the season. Summer is all about sexy, but as we know, that's temporary, right? It's just a season. It's super overrated, too. Who wants to stay in there sexy? We want to grow. So we're about to transition into autumn, and you will notice there will also be a transition within myself. I come to you offering um, a new spirit. I'm really grateful about it. This moon has given me incredible permission to complete an emotional cycle that I have been processing for about two years at this point. And it was um, an incredibly transformative and bizarre and confusing and complex um, emotional experience for me that basically felt like an intergalactic Um, puzzle (laughs) that I somehow was tasked to solve. And it made absolutely no sense. And I could not Um, reconcile it with myself in any regard and it also uh, deeply influenced not only me but many people around me and society as a whole and that is connected also to uh, our current sociological climate which I'd like to start phasing out of dialoguing in the sense that we're no longer going to dissect it we're going to accept it for what it is and we're going to move forward because as we know our next election is approaching and we are are steady if you are an empath of any kind this energy is probably something you've picked up on we are not as hostile as we have been the past uh three and a half years um one six seven eight nine yeah three and a half years um i would really say four i think the hostility sociologically started about 2015 and um, on an energetic level, the globe became hostile because we were introduced to the power of capitalism in a tangible face called um, I don't I'm so over the name. I'm just going to call them DJT at this point. Um, if you're not sure who I'm talking about, it's the current president of the United States of America. But as from an emotional perspective, as you know, emotions are totes the way of the femme, and I am incredibly femme. Um, emotions not only really impact my life but they are what drives my career. I manage a mental health program and have been in the mental health field for 13 years. Uh, I also provide individual therapy for folks and uh, particularly focused on spiritual trauma. Uh, And bringing the person into a whole person reality. And that takes a lot of practice and understanding emotions and the roles that they play. So I'm really blessed to uh, be working in the work that I do. But I also know that emotions are very complex and our society does not understand them, let alone seek to. That being said, you can pick up on it from an energetic perspective if you are an empath of any kind, that right now we're all very steady in the U.S. and kind of anticipating what's coming next. Um, That can be anxiety-provoking for a lot of us, so we're not going to focus on that because right now the moon is way too beautiful to even think about anything else but healing, my friends. Let's just sit here for a minute. Isn't it glorious? How beautiful it is to be an emotional creature. Mm. I have an image of myself floating in the ocean and um, without any clothing, per usual, and I am swimming amongst the whales and um, I see myself really indulging in this mystical mermaid realm. That is Piscean in every regard. If you look at your natal chart, which you can download from the app, Time Passages, check out your birth certificate because you're going to need the specific time in which you were born to really understand it. Um, you can identify if you have any Pisces in your chart. Pisces is one of my favorites, if not my most favorite, zodiac sign. Um, and it's because I just really feel the energy quite a bit in my body. I have a Mercury in Pisces, Venus in Pisces, and I'm also an Aquarius Pisces cusp, my son. So I also have a a little bit of Aquarius in my chart as well, and a lot of Sagittarius and um, a couple of Capricorns in there, and a Taurus. (laughs) So I've got a good mix, fire, earth, air, and water, I'm blessed. Um, I'm feeling incredibly uh, tender, so but it's also quite steady and poised, and this is my most favorite place to be. I come at you with the awareness that I don't want to talk about anything political tonight, uh, nor do I want to focus on anything else but us just journeying through this delicious energy together and recognizing that it's pulling us toward a place of forgiveness, and if you know anything about forgiveness, it's pretty much the worst thing on the planet, (laughs) because it makes no sense, Um, and it also really, pushes us out of the space of ego and into the place of the spirit and that's very difficult to do so I'm going to read you um, a piece on uh, tears and their value and I'd like you to connect this with your emotional self and the uh, water within your body and how it is not necessarily even the water but more I would focus I would identify it as liquid-based Um, Expressions in your body and what they represent and how personable they are in understanding feeling. Tears are medicine. Like snowflakes, no two tears are the same. The magical hormonal cocktail that has surfaced inside of our bodies, connected to memories and experiences only we know, takes the form of salt and water, patterning into shapes that mimic cracks in ice, like the waves that moved us to feel we have mysteriously become the ocean with each release. Somehow, the compost we have made from our journey, whether with intention or not, now serves as a sacred seasoning of sorts. The soul falls to the ground, becoming the earth, covering itself with a death only we know, allowing us to feel in ways we simply could not before. Like redwood forests, we take root in the pain of becoming while simultaneously dying. A fragrance of soil, earth, worm casings, damp bark, somehow being in two places at once, lingers. Do we know how we got here? What is more? Are we brave enough to stay? tears fall somewhere whether they fall in the hands of someone else are absorbed back into our own bodies from our own touch or now serve as a fertilizer for the soil where we sat and initially felt the feeling that moved us this feeling is no longer hiding deep within but instead nourishes the compost of who we are strengthening us strengthening the redwoods now we can trust that even though death has come, it has made room for growth. Magnificent, vast, immovable growth. Growth that is beyond our reason, hundreds of thousands of years beyond. Like secret treasures, we remember that this growth was not on our own. For underneath our steadiness, we have clung to one another. A community of roots are we. Roots that allow us to become the beauty we've always known we were, but perhaps could not get there on our own. Certainly, tears are medicine. I wrote that piece after I got into the worst fight I've ever been in, in my entire life. And I share it with you here because it's relevant to our understanding of forgiveness. And I try very difficult to maintain a posture of professionalism in everything I do, but the reality, my friends, is that I'm an artist. I'm also a curandera. And that means a couple things. One, it means that the way in which I understand my role in society is through my art, it also means that I'm highly intuitive and receive downloads and information from the divine. It's an interesting thing to have, especially in the context of U.S. American culture, and to be particularly um, as somebody who grew up in the church. But it's facts and it's reality, and I can't change those things. That being said, I come to you um, hoping that you have compassion for me when I get emotional, or when I am expressive, or when I get sexy, and I'm this person who is multidimensional. I, I, I know I'm a professional but more than this I hope you realize that I'm a living being and we are connected um, as something so much more than um, our professional exterior which is really um, a way to try and refine authenticity through the lens of um, white supremacy. I share that piece with you because that's what's on my heart today And I wrote it after um, the most excruciating fight I've ever been in in my entire life. And um, that fight left me crippled and debilitated emotionally and incredibly confused for um, up until today. (laughs) And again, we find that the full moon, and I wrote that piece on the full moon in cancer. That piece was created, and it was in uh, January of 2018. Again, we identify that the moon is a cycle and process of growth and really signifies for us our ability and our capacity to go in and out of not only our feelings, um, but to go into our shadow space and to come into our glory and also recognize that we're imperfect so we ebb and flow between the darkness and the brightness and that gives us permission to go through waning and waxing phases and that moon in the way in which it transitions and the way in which the planets uh, juxtapose themselves according to the universe and how divine coughed it into existence is absolutely phenomenal and profound and it deserves uh, this moment of, of, of gratitude for me because I never thought that I would heal from that fight. I thought that I would be stuck in the energy from that fight for the rest of my life. It was the most excruciating pain I'd ever felt in my whole life um, on an emotional level. I have felt excruciating pain so many times before, and... As a, as a creative woman, especially as an intuitive woman, you know, especially as a femme, right... And for those of you who are listening who don't know what fem means, fem derives from our LGBTQIA+ community, a lovely, beautiful community that teaches us how to identify and understand our sexuality and our sexual expressions. Fem is an identifier for those of us who are deep feelers, extra sensitive, super um, get in our feels, and need our feelings really to navigate life. It particularly derived from the uh, lesbian community and lesbians who um, really were tender and gentle and sensitive and uh, really remained or or maintained a posture of... um, overall uh, a a strong expression of femininity through the external. But as time has gone by, we recognize that many members of this community also identify as femme and they um, are not necessarily lesbian identifying. They can identify as transmasculine, transfeminine, and I am identifying as a straight femme woman. So I use the term um, to help identify my sexuality, my sexual expressions in the context of how I relate to men. Um, in that regard. So I highly encourage you, please look into your sexuality and your sexual expressions. It will help keep you safe in society and it will also give you permission to uh, feel your feelings, not just on an emotional level, but on a physical feeling, uh, physical level as well, both of which are divinely created by um, God. The Um, So we come full circle, right? And we recognize that femmes in particular, those of us that are such deep feelers and really need our feelings to help us navigate society, it can take us a long time to process, right? We also know that 10% of the brain is uh, where we utilize our logic and the rest is emotion, (laughs) So, um, it's quite beautiful how uh, the yin yang polarity balances itself, and the necessity for both emotion and reason uh, to really create a balanced person. It's quite beautiful, and um, one of the one of the things that I really advocate for for a, a society that's healed. Which leads me back to our full moon in Pisces and this delicious energy that we have that's so divinely feminine and gentle and um, just in awe of life and its ability to heal itself when we take time. And it's a great blessing, Um, something that came forth from um, that fight in my life was the ability and the capacity to understand that I deserved to take care of myself and I didn't have to take care of anybody else. Um, I would make choices about who deserved to be taken care of and I would take care of myself and my children and that was it. And that's really where I kind of made a shift within my own identity about how I would love people and who was deserving of the love that I had and who wasn't. So I feel really blessed by that. Uh, fight in that way, and it really transitioned my uh, my DNA and my brain chemistry and gave me permission to love less um, in this in the context of uh, be more be more uh, particular about who deserves the love that I give and uh, nurture myself more than anyone else that's a really beautiful thing that can come from something so painful. So that brings me to this moment of forgiveness that I'd like us to talk about. And if you're not familiar with forgiveness, uh, like I said, it's a real pain in the ass, <laughs> especially for those of us on the Enneagram who would like to take vengeance into our own hands, a.k.a. eight. <laughs> um, but you will find that as I continue to soften, which you'll notice uh, with this full moon in particular and this transition in my ability to make peace emotionally, which with, um, All of the things that have happened over with myself um, over the past two years, that I will be more soft, and it will be less intimidating, and I will have less aggression, and that's a representation of the eight healing. So I'm very blessed to be here with you, and I'm really grateful that you're here. I developed a definition for forgiveness for us, and I'd like to read it to you here tonight, and um, I also would like us to expand on some examples as to how to implement this type of practice. I define forgiveness as a verb, and I indicate that forgiveness is the practice of releasing the obligation to condemn others for their human errors. If you grew up in the church in any regard, or you come from uh, even an immigrant family, or if you come from a family that's hypercritical or um, you know, if you come from a culture that is aggressive or doesn't like to show feelings and emotions, forgiveness forgiveness is a very hard thing to do because there's a lot of um, pressure to be a certain way and to not feel. I grew up in a misogynistic culture, and misogyny is just really the eradication of feelings. You're not allowed to feel it's it's shameful, right? It's a feminine thing, and who in God's name wants to be a girl? They're the worst. They're crazy. <laughs> Women are, you know, feminine beings are not crazy. Emotions are not insanity. They're just emotions. And they are an opportunity to make sense of how to do the right thing and be the best person you can be in a patriarchal system that is meant to oppress and destroy. In fact, it is because of emotions that we have things like um, sociological movements And it really is people who are unafraid of their emotions that allow change to exist on a massive level. Without emotions, we would not be here. My profession would not exist. And the ability and the capacity to communicate and dialogue with you in the manner in which I am able to do would not be possible. When I come to you this space, I'm coming at it from an emotional perspective it's also really important to note that when somebody is in their feelings and or emotional, they are attempting to make sense of their pain. And the pain doesn't always make sense. We you know, we don't always have the answers, right? There's peace there. We have to make peace with that. On an emotional level, that can be quite difficult because the emotions have to find a place to live in order for... Um, emotional being uh, to survive and to continue to survive if you are this type of person if you are empathic or intuitive in any way or you identify with those types of words like psychic etc I will advise you that your emotions do have a rightful place and I encourage you to place them between uh, fear and anxiety you can use those as your scale put fear on the left and anxiety on the right, and there's um, everything in between. In between, I would say your marker would be shame. So fear on the left, anxiety on the right, and in the middle is going to be shame. All of the emotional baggage or backlash or confusion that you have Put it down um, on a chart and identify uh, on the scale where that emotion lands, and from there start to list words like um, our, our adjectives, descriptions that can really help you hone in on what that emotion is and what role it's played in your life, and as well as what it is connected to. And um, eventually, what I would hope that you would do is you would play replace shame. Uh, and fear and anxiety with other words on a new scale, and the shame would be called lessons, anxiety would be called excitement, and fear would be called the unknown. So now you're able to grasp not only your emotional reality but your logistical reality and you can place your experiences and your understandings of them and where they land on that chart and that can really help you um, hone in on some stability and ways to move forward out of even a traumatic experience and or a confusing experience. So I offer that up to you tonight and I hope that it's helpful for you Um, and I encourage you share it with others and you know, please share this episode. Uh, it's a gift for me to to be here in this state with you, <laughs> um, and to just be this present spiritually and emotionally. I'm really blessed, and um, I'm really grateful that I've been able to come full circle uh, and to be able to heal. If you don't know, I um, <clears throat> I have an Instagram, and I would love for you to follow me. You can follow me at Priscilla Hine. P R I S C E L L A. J-A-E-N. I am currently uh, restructuring my Instagram. The most recent alg- algorithm has been a giant pain to learn how to how to circumnavigate. Usually I can crack them within about a week. This one's been giving me some trouble, so I'm not sure I'm going to be able to crack it, but um, I'm catching on to some of its themes so far, but this one's been brutal. Uh, the uh, Facebook has been getting really gross about the way that they're phasing out the power of social media and it's a bit concerning they also are the major owners of the dark web by the way um where human beings are sold on the internet but we're not getting into that (laughs) anyways um we're gonna pretend that i didn't say that because we're in our full moon energy and we just want to be in this divine feminine energy right and we want to acknowledge the beauty of being an emotional creature if you are listening and you identify as feminine and or you are in touch with your femininity in every way, give yourself a little pat on the back because you've made it. Can you believe all the stuff that you've been through over the past four years? Oh, my God. What a crazy-ass ride we have endured. And look at us, sexier than ever. Who would have ever imagined our sexy would have gotten this high? <laughs> I'm so blessed to be here with you, my friends. I want to plug or check in with you and give you a couple references to take with you for the week before our autumn equinox. On our um, autumnal equinox episode, I will be utilizing the feminine introduction that was created by my dear friend Dion Henry at Dita Controller. You can follow him on Instagram. And uh, we will be diving deep into... Um, prepping for not only the sociological shift that is upcoming, but also how to maintain um, our emotional stability and our capacity to reason during harsh um, and and strenuous times politically and sociologically. Um, I also want to give a nod and a, a bow of honor to survivors who have endured quite a bit over the past three and a half years, um, i just want you to know that you're not alone i'm with you here in this space and we are allowed to heal and we can come full circle and there is possibility for us to trust and it may not look like what we thought it would but we are capable of doing that so um just giving you a hug and sending you an incredible amount of respect as that energy can really keep you in a trapped place, in a dark place, in a scary place. And I encourage you to release it and to recognize that it's not yours to carry and you have a right to heal and be the blooming lotus that you've always been. I want to... um, Take a moment to sing a little song to you for you and after that, just rest in the moment of this beautiful Piscean moon um, and just charge up. I strongly encourage you to go stand outside naked if you can. Um, this moon energy is absolutely healing. Uh, Get a glass of water and put it under the moon tonight and drink it tomorrow. This is a pretty potent moon. And I imagine from here um, we're going to see a lot of really beautiful changes come forth in our own personal lives. And I strongly encourage you to write down um, not only your experiences where you're at in your life currently, but your closest relationships, your strongest influences, and the most important things, um, the things that matter most to you and check in on them at the next lunar cycle when we see another full moon come into play. You may be surprised that some of the seeds that you planted during a new moon about two years ago have really come into fruition on an incredible level. It's quite beautiful. So let's sing them. I'm going to sing a little hymn for you. Let me take a drink of water. I didn't, um, <clears throat> you know, I didn't practice, and I haven't really exercised my vocals in some time. So um, please have grace for me. Um, I also will do my best to stay as far away from the mic because <laughs> I think I might get a little bit loud, but please have grace for me. I'm not perfect, and I encourage you to recognize and be okay with the fact that you aren't either. Remember that forgiveness is the practice of releasing the obligation to condemn others because of their human errors, as in Enneagram eight, I can assure you that a lot of my own expression of pain comes forth through condemnation. That doesn't mean that you know all the other numbers don't do this, but you know as as a number who as a, as a lady who does her best to stay self-aware, I can assure you that I understand how difficult it is to forgive, um, especially when you have found an ability to have power by shaming and condemning, and that is something, uh, a behavior that is really rooted um, in the church and U.S. American culture in particular. So let's step away from that and step into forgiveness together. And I'll sing a little song for you. I hope you enjoy it. I hope it's really beautiful. And after that, I wish you um, a lovely evening. Do all the things that you need to do to feel this incredible energy. Be blessed. Enjoy the divine feminine. And know that you are um, a valuable human being. How deep the
1: Father's love for us, how vast beyond all measure, that he would give his only Son the made a wretch his treasure A Amazing grace How so
0: God bless you my friends. I'll see you in the autumn equinox.